to engage your mind. Um, um, for the sake of time, we're going to move on, but we're looking out of John chapter 3, very familiar portion of Scripture, uh, where Jesus talks about a man must be uh, born again. And so, um, um, how do you know, uh, first maybe I should ask, what is being born again? Give me a little uh, dynamic there of what's involved. Praise the Lord. Left my eyeballs in there. Amen. I'm in trouble. And so uh, uh, to engage your mind, uh, we're talking about a new birth, conversion. And in our text in John 3, a number of times, verse 15, that whoever believes in him should not perish. Verse 16 Believes in Him should not perish. Um, verse 18, believes in Him is not condemned. So uh, just take a few moments of re- review. So what happens when a person's really converted? Anyone? Yes. Yeah, but, but a little more than that. What, what happens? Yes, sister. Okay, you're dead to sin, alive in Christ. We're going to deal with that some this morning. A little more on the... the yes. Okay, how does that happen? Okay, um, a little, it's by the Holy Spirit, a little more detail. Jonathan? Do you make stands? No, no, before that. Something has to happen. What's the process? If you're uh, Fred. Okay, that's true. Joe? Or. Okay, got some mark of true conversion, uh, Benny. Okay, that's true. yes. Your your conscience changes. Okay, yeah, but how does it happen? How do you have repentance? Hey, Robert, the pirate. Uh, and so, um, and so, um, uh, there's a con- uh, it's re- it's repentance. He's living hard, amen. <laughs> He's close here. Uh, it's repentance. Uh, genuine repentance unto Jesus Christ. You ask the Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sin. And there's a, a miracle, a, of the Bible calls it redemption. Um, there's conversion. And you've, you've all said this, when you genuinely repent and cry out to God, God forgive me, the Holy Spirit comes into your life um, and uh, you become a new creation, the Bible says, in Christ Jesus. Someone says, you have a new nature. And uh, tell me about that new nature. Robert. Okay, what does that mean? No longer do you have the, uh, you don't, you have a longing for the things, of the, uh, as much as you have a long for the things of God. Okay, appetite for what? More detail. Uh, this is true. Your nature determines your appetite. This is true in all of life. Um, uh, you, you know, uh, certain animals, they have an appetite um, uh, for different things. Um, uh, different parts of the world, you go to different parts of the world, and their foods are totally different, um, and their appetite's different. Uh, they crave things that you don't crave. They like things you don't like, um, desire things. Um, that you, so what are we talking about? Okay, now there's a, there's a new birth. Jesus said you must be born again. You'll never see the kingdom of God. Uh, that which is born of water 
uh, flesh is flesh, spirit is spirit. And so now you have a new appetite. What is that appetite for, Mikhail? begin to want to live clean, you begin to want to start changing things in your life, and you begin, you desire to be around people that are, that are living for God, and, and things begin to start taking process in that. Your okay. appetites change in certain areas. Okay, exactly right. It, one of the marks of conversion is now you desire things that before you probably did not desire. You desire the Word of God. You desire to pray. You may not know how to pray, you may not know a lot about the Word of God, but there's a desire and an appetite for the things of God. You want to go to church. Before I got, I got saved, I could count them on hand the number of times I've been to church from probably age 11 till 29. And so, uh, but there's an appetite. Uh, you Now there's an appetite for the things of God. You want to be in His presence. Okay? AJ, you had the statement. I was going to say one of the things that kept me from being saved and I think deceives a lot of people is you look at Christians and you say, I can't live like that. Yeah. But God gives you that desire yeah. to help live for him and want it and takes away the worldly desires and the drugs and alcohol. And I think that's the miracle of yeah. the desire that changes in you. Yeah, yeah, that's the, the very encouraging. That was the same thing I had. I, my wife got saved and I went to church a few times. I looked at this and said, my God, I could never do that. One, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know, and and uh, but but when I got saved, the very thing you're talking about, uh, there was a new appetite, a new desire, new motivation, etc. So what's nature? Your nature. What? There's some other things that uh, uh, that are involved in your nature. Uh, probably, yeah. But Paul, who you hang out with? Okay. Well, give me another, another word. There's who you associate with. Okay. <laughs> your surroundings where you go okay okay that's true uh, uh you don't see a you know a, a, a bird hanging out with a cat once in a while you'll see something very strange but it's normal and it the last I, I somewhere i was um just i can't remember if it was holland where it was i turned on fox and they had a picture of this puppy and this lion and they're just baby lion baby and they're just wrestling together having a big old time and the, you know, wow, how wonderful. I thought, yeah, just wait till that line grows up. And, um, uh, but by nature, normally that's not. And so uh, who you hang with um, is, is now changing because your nature's changing. Used to, I used to love the clubs. You know, people who talk foul didn't bother me at all. Uh, party crowd, the more insane they were, the greater the possibilities for excitement, you know. But you got, you got saved once you were born again. Um, uh, I didn't, there was something in me. I didn't, uh, didn't want to be in that anymore. Never went to a club again. Uh, uh, never partied again. Never drank alcohol again. Never did drugs again. I didn't stick strange stuff up my nose or anything else, you know. Everything changed. And that was because of Jesus. That's the power of conversion. So what else changes? Okay, there you, man, there press me. In uh, your environment changes. Describe that spiritually. Fish, fish don't live out of water, right? Birds are comfortable in the air. You just, you know, you just climb a telephone pole and jump. See how comfortable you are. Uh, you know, the environment's not right. See, and so uh, uh, what are we talking about here? 
just like you were saying, places you go, like the clubs, you used to go to the clubs. Now you'd rather go to church. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your friends, family doesn't understand why you want to go to the extreme on Saturday night. Yeah. You don't want to go to movies. You know, you don't want to do the world. Yeah. Anything else you can think of? Yes, Jason. Even um, at work, um, there's, there was a guy that had a drum set at his house, and he was like, hey, I heard that you play the drums at your church. You want to come over? And I was like, yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind that. You know, I'm trying to win him to, to God and everything. But once I found out there was going to be alcohol there and there's Mormons there and other kinds of stuff, you know, I was just like, no, I'm not going to go over. And he was like, why? It's just the it's just the drums, you know. I mean, you can you could come over and you don't have to drink and smoke and all that. But, you know, I don't, I don't desire to be in that environment. Yeah. And so uh, your abilities change. Different natures have different abilities. There are certain creatures that can leap. Uh, uh, some can swim. Some can fly. Uh, what's dangerous to you change? All of this. Um, and so understanding that now, can you understand demonic strategy? So if all we said is true, all we said is true, we have a right, number one, to see that in someone who's inconverted. Doesn't mean they're perfect, but it means there's a motivation and a desire because they are a new creature in Christ Jesus. They have a new nature. The Holy Spirit, God has taken up dwelling in your heart. If He lives in there, if you're really converted, then we have a right, and there will be evidence. Amen? As we talked about, you know, uh, uh, you know, if I hold up a, a banana and tell you it's a peach, you know, or, uh, you know, if I hold up a rock and say, hey, this is a hamburger. Great, here, have three or four. You, you say, no, 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 no. Uh, I look at that. I don't see the evidence or the fruit. We're going to talk a little bit about that. So someone who's converted, again, it doesn't mean they're perfect, but there will be changes or you're not converted. That's the only conclusion. Vicente. New language. New language. Yep, yep, definitely you're citizens of another kingdom. You have a new language. Very good, very good English. Um, um, you have a new language, uh, um, uh, one is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Part of the, the truth of the baptism of the Holy Spirit is that now God can tame your tongue. It's speaking in another language, yes, but your greatest enemy is probably your tongue. And so God can now harness your tongue, but you have a new language. Once you got saved, you don't use those nasty words anymore. You may slip once in a while, doesn't mean you're, but, but you're not wanting to speak like that. You want to name the name of Jesus Christ, you want to talk about the things of God. And so demonic strategy, demonic strategy, if you can, temptation, people who fall, people who pray a prayer, they've asked the Lord to forgive them, and they fall and go back to the world, there's a strategy. Part of that strategy is to get you in an environment. Or to get you to associate with people that are deadly to your new nature. Okay? To get you in an environment. This is where so many make a mistake. 
This is where the church is so lacking. They don't warn people. You can't, if I would have went back to the clubs, you know, and, and somewhere you're going to face this temptation. You heard me talk so many times, biker friends of mine. Hey, come on, man, I still have my bike. Let's go ride, let's go ride. And I said, hey, hey, I'm not, you know, I don't party. Oh, you don't have to party. Just go with us. But I knew. My brother came home from the military, knocked on the door, armfuls of alcohol. And, and all of that was a strategy, just like taking a fish out of water. You don't have to do anything, it dies. If the demonic can get you in the wrong environment, around the wrong people, you'll not survive. Why is that? James. Uh, things that seem so evil and uh, ungodly in this atmosphere don't seem very ungodly in an atmosphere that's carnal or ungodly because it's yeah. the norm. So yeah. your convictions, you're not even convicted because you're in an atmosphere where it's just the normal flow. Yeah. So there's not that, uh, that principle there. And so, so, so what, 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 what makes that possible? What, what's happening? Uh, before I left, I talked about something. Um, Mikhail. You still have to deal with those things. Yeah, and where do those old desires come from? From the flesh. Okay, your flesh is not dead. Even though you're converted, <clears throat> your flesh has not died. You're going to have to harness your flesh. You're going to have to discipline your flesh. You're going to have to, as Paul said, bring it into submission to the things of God. You're not dead yet. Physically, that lower nature, you've been converted. You've been born again. Christ is taking up dwelling. Now there's an internal war. The war, the Apostle Paul talked about flesh and spirit. Flesh and spirit. Flesh. Israel, I think you had your hand up first. Yeah. Uh, at my work, uh, I work on a big old construction site, and uh, they have you know a lot of foul mouths over there. So when I first got there the very first day, I heard him start speaking very, very just wicked. And so I knew I had an addiction to cursing. And uh, I knew if I was going to live for Jesus, I wasn't going to be able to be around that all day. So I had to start making stands for them yep. to shut their mouth. Yep. And when I started doing that, there's still, there's still some that, you know, do curse around me and stuff, even though I told them. But majority of them will, will not curse around me because yep. I know if I get in that environment of cursing, then I'll start speaking how I used to. Yeah, the problem, if you don't take a stand, They'll eat you alive. You've got, if Jesus says, if you'll stand for me, I'll stand for you. If you'll lift up the name of Jesus Christ, you can change an atmosphere. And, and sometimes, especially if you've been saved a while, you know, and I don't advise this for every, everyone, but, but when I got saved, I went back into the club and they're all gambling, you know, and playing cards and everything. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I slammed a flyer right in the middle of the card table and began to preach. I said, you're gambling with money, but you're gambling with your soul. And uh, you keep, the, you're going to go to hell and, and the thing just whoosh, electrified. Just froze, locked up, changed it. But I couldn't go down there every day and just sit and, hey, you know, be one of the boys. Had a mission. But, but at work, I mean, when I got saved, because I'd worked a little bit, not a lot, but I'd worked a little bit with some of these guys. They knew who I was. 
And um, when I got saved, I was so different. So they're, they're harassing me, you know, and wanting to torment me. And, and uh, I wasn't totally saved. And um, I grabbed one of them. I said, you, you don't want me to backslide right now. <laughs> and I said, if I do, it's going to be worse than you've ever thought it could be. And so it kind of gave me a little dominion. Probably the wrong kind. <laughs> but... Um, but uh, much of demonic strategy, if you can grasp that. Much of demonic, and, and it will not be normally some uh, wild-eyed lunatic that will try to lure you into this climate where you're vulnerable. Like me, it wasn't, wasn't uh, uh, some stranger walked up and said, Hey, man. Uh, let's go party, you know. What it was, it was people I knew. <clears throat> people that were friends. People I had a history with. Family. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> and that made it even more deceptive and more tempting. But you must understand that. And, and, and you know, because all of us want to be a part of something. But you must understand, much of the demonic strategy is to lure you into an arena or an environment or with people where you're weak and then do the number on you. Mary? Yes, but um, one thing that I, um, that I went through that um, I didn't even think was uh, a problem as much as I was saved... You know, we started having a few problems with my husband, and most of it was my mouth, you know. Was and, your um, mouth? Yeah. Huh. And then, um, you know, it's something that was hidden really good. I don't really talk much or anything like that. But every time I got mad, I would just, you know, say things. But, uh, you know, it had to take godly counsel, and, you know, I had to reach a point where I said, I've tried doing this by myself. And once Pastor Ortiz spoke in our lives, you know, it's like, I can, I can hold my mouth now and, you know, Praise just, God. you know, have the victory. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, that's wonderful. Amen. If uh, church people could hold their mouth, we'd have revival. Uh, uh, Mikhail. <laughs> right, Frank? <coughs> Pastor Cam, I, I, amen. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you preached, uh, I think it was in Men's Discipleship, about two, you're warring with two nations, uh, two nations inside you. And one thing about it is environments, and when you're in certain environments, things start to grow. And if you're in an environment of flesh and carnal, you'll start feeling those things starting to grow. And if you're in an environment of spiritual things, then the spiritual man will start to grow. And I remember one time when uh, me and my wife had started coming to Chandler, and we, I used to go to this, um, this little wing spot, sports bar, on Sundays or wherever and watch football games and stuff. And I remember sitting there, and we went there, we are just going to have some wings and stuff. But all of a sudden, I started having this desire to have a cold iced beer. And I began to start I'm telling my wife, I'm like, what is this coming from? And then I started thinking back about this is the areas where I used to do carnal things at, you know, where I'm drinking and all that. And so from then on, I had to make a stand and say, we just can't come back to this restaurant because I'm starting to feel these things rising up in me. Yeah. And yeah. things grow in certain areas and things will die in certain areas. Yep, very true. So you have to take a stand against certain environments. You have to make a decision. I'm not going there. And you have to take a stand against certain people. 
I'm not going there. I'm not going to someone who had influence over you. Someone who, who was uh, critical to your sin. This is what's so hard about people who are shacking up and living together and they get saved. God begins to deal with How many times have I seen uh, uh, someone get saved, male or female? They want to live clean for God and uh, no fornicator, adulterer goes to heaven. That's biblical. They don't, they don't go. They don't make, you're not going. If you're a fornicator, you're messing around. Uh, you won't be there. You've got to repent and change. But, but, but they want to, but this person, so, so much of their life is entangled with this person. They get affection from this person. They built a life with this person many times, live together. They have children together. And so that's where you have to make decisions. Uh, we're going to get married, do it right, uh, or we're going to separate. And you see, thank God, there's some, they, they separate. Uh, tremendous. Um, uh, I just had a wedding Saturday, yesterday. Um, uh, tremendous. Um, and they, they do it right, come back together. Others, they, you don't want to get married immediately. Uh, do right. And sometimes, though, one of them don't. <clears throat> and this is where you'll see people fall. Because they will not, they, don't, they won't make that, they value that person more than the Lord Jesus Christ and His Word. Okay, we need to, we need to uh, move through some stuff here. I want to look at some evidence. I need some scriptures. Uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17. Uh, Who will get that? Um, uh, um, Stephen. Uh, 2 Corinthians 3.18. Robert, if you get that. Uh, Luke 3.8. Who will get that for me? Jason. Philippians 1.11, Robert, uh, Matthew 7.16, Bill, uh, Fred, Matthew 7.20. Uh, need one more. Who will get it for me? Uh, uh, Keith, Matthew 3.8. Uh, um, I need a few more. Matthew 7, uh, Frank, uh, 16 through 20. Matthew 7, 16 through 20. Uh, Jason, uh, Matthew 12, uh, 33 through 35. Uh, and then Luke 6, 43 to 45. See if we can work through these, uh, Eric. And so, um, uh, you know, today, and someone was just telling me, uh, uh, I can't remember, I've been so many places, talked to so many people, but just someone just last week or so uh, telling me the same old thing. You start dealing with someone about their sin. Oh, you're judging me. You can't judge. Well, if you say I'm a Christian, I have every right to expect some fruit. That's insanity. If you come to my house and, and Brad's an electrician, you say, I'm an electrician. I can do this work in your house. And, uh, uh, you know, you got a computer in your hands. I say, Hi, you know, I, and, and uh, you, you say, hey, have you, you, you got some, uh, and, and I'm watching, you're stumbling around the house. Um, uh, you know, you're, you're uh, uh, maybe picking up some stones in the yard and start doing some landscaping or something. I say, hey, you sure you're an electrician? Yeah, man. Here's, you know, I'm an electrician. Of course I am. And you see me drive, I can drive an automobile. Just drove up. Look at me, you know. And, and, but you see, that's insane. Nowhere in life do we do that. If you do, uh, you belong in a mental institution. Right? I mean, I, I watch you, if I watch you ladies go grocery shopping, yeah, and you go to the fruit counter, what do you do? You, 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 you don't just, you know, here's rotten, nasty, dripping off the shelf. Oh, no problem. 
Of course you don't. You, you look at it and you make an examination. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Okay, if you are in Christ, there should be some old things passing away and some new things happening. Why? Any man, he's because you're a new creation. You have a new nature. 2 Corinthians 3.18 Glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Okay, from glory to glory, He's changing me. And so, we ought to see some changes. If there's no change, Jesus isn't living on the inside. Don't even sing the song. Luke 3, 8. Luke 3, 8. Therefore, bear fruits worthy of repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father, for I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. Okay, fruits of repentance. If you've repented, there's going to be some fruit. A heavy revelation. Philippians 1, 11. <clears throat> Being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ to the glory and the praise of God. Okay. If Christ is in there, there's going to be some righteous fruit. Matthew seven sixteen. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Okay. You'll know them by their <coughs> fruits. It, you know, Matthew seven twenty. Wherefore, by their fruits, ye shall know them. Matthew 3, 8. Therefore, bear, for, bear fruit worthy of repentance. Okay, and, and, and so, you know a tree by, over and over, this was agricultural area. The New Testament, they're using this, um, that the way you know a tree is by what it bears, what it produces. The fruit, the evidence, Matthew seven sixteen through 20. You will know them by their fruits. <clears throat> Do men gather grapes and thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears a bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by, the, by their fruits, you will know them. Now, it doesn't take a rocket scientist, right? Don't, don't tell me you're a good tree if you've got bad fruit all over you all the time. Don't, don't you know, and, and that's, that's what people try to do. He said it's impossible. Bad trees don't bear good fruit. Good trees don't bear bad fruit. And I'll know you by the fruit you bear. There's evidence if you're converted, if you're born again, Christ lives inside. There's evidence. Again, you're not perfect. We'll talk about you're changing me from glory to glory. But you ought to have more good fruit today than you did five years ago. And not so much bad fruit. Or ten years ago. Some things happen immediately. Take time, all kinds of testimony. You got converted and Christ came in 
things went out. Immediately. Other things. As you begin to live for God, as you begin to grow, as you begin to, uh, His Spirit, His Word, uh, His presence, things begin to happen, old things begin to pass away, and all things become new. Many of you, your attitude changed. Uh, as a husband, you changed. As a wife, you changed. Uh, your emotions, you, got, uh, you were filled with self-pity. You were this or that or that. Your tongue changed. Your behavior changed. Where you went, what you did, what you listened to, what you watched. Things begin to change. Matthew 12, 33 to 35. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. Brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man, out of uh, the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good things. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure, brings forth evil things. Okay. I mean, what is, I mean what's he doing? Is he giving a horticultural class here? Of course not. He's talking about people. Talking about kingdom principles. He's taking the natural to reveal the spiritual truth. Amen. You, 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 good things comes out of a good heart. Like treasures. Amen. And you know, you could, you could, you could talk about that. I've, you know, it's, you see things and you say, hey, nothing good can come out of that. It's a dump. Garbage. It's trash. But you look at something else and say, out of that. Benny. We have a, uh, it's called a conforming and a non-conforming borrower or borrowers, whoever it may be. Uh, there's a standard that has been set by your A paper banks, like a Chase, like a Wells Fargo, like different things like that, that a non-conforming can do. Now, what happened here at the beginning of the year is that they, to generate more business, what they did is lowered the standard, and now it's weird because it's now, we, it, we really, it's, it makes my job, I'm a broker and I'm doing different things, it makes my job harder because it's like, okay, where can we put this? And because of now it's fuzzy, like, okay, well, well, we used to not be able to. Now we can. And what's funny is that it's just, it's bringing to my mind, that's what's happened like in our religious world. Back yep. in the day, there was a, there was a clear-cut difference yep. of what was a Christian, what yeah. was not. Yeah. And now it's faded out, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's killing the world. It's killing, and the church, you know, um, is, um, is filled with this, you know. Uh, squeeze my hand and you'll be saved. Well, no, no. Just, just, you know, just look at me and you'll be saved. No, you won't. And all of this stuff, uh, uh, no altar calls. No preaching on sin. You know, they brag about it. You'll never hear the word sin or hell. From our, yak, 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 yak. Uh, our, uh, someone just gave me some articles when I was back on the East Coast or somewhere that uh, um, the aim is just to make everyone feel good. And different terminology, same old, same old garbage. But the problem is, is the church is filled with every manner of sin and it's not dealt with. 
I was, I was talking, uh, Ron Meyer has a real estate uh, agent in his uh, church there, and uh, this man, he's, he's talking to me, and um, uh, he said, you know, I went to this church, and he, he pointed that church. I went there four years. My wife and I was, uh, or, or my wife today, we were just living together four years. They made me an usher, and we're living together. They knew we was living together, knew we weren't married, but they didn't care. He said, I came to this church, uh, and he said, we weren't here a week, and I was convicted because we weren't married. Tragic. Six, Luke 6, 43 to 45. Or a good tree bringeth not forth corrupt fruit, neither doth a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. For every tree is known by its own fruit. For of thorns men do not gather figs, nor of bramble bush gather they grapes. A good man out of the good treasures of his heart bringeth forth good, that which is good. An evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. Okay, and so what kind of fruit's coming out of your life? Do you have more good fruit today than you did a year ago? Five years ago, ten years ago. What's coming out of your life? What are you producing that reflects Jesus Christ? What are you? Yes, sister. Marketer, and I work around a bunch of younger kids that are constantly making jokes, a lot of sexual innuendos and cussing and stuff. And one day this one kid said something, and I just couldn't stand it anymore. And I turned around, and I said, you know, that really hurt my spirit. And he goes, what spirit? And I said, I'm a Christian. And he said, oh, so am I. Oh, yeah. And I said, and you talk like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, uh, and what that does is bring massive confusion to the unsaved. Why should I be converted if you're no different than I am? Why should I even, even consider it? And so, Steve... Um, the spirit behind that is just with all these preachers that are preaching this this gray gospel, they don't want to confront anything. And a lot of times as parents, even in church, uh, we don't want to confront our kids what they're doing. And I recently started another job where, you know, I've always worked with kids, but now I'm in high school. And these high schools are a, <laughs> they're a zoo. Yeah. I mean, teachers, they don't have any teeth to confront anything. Yeah, they and don't have the, any the kids. I mean, here's yeah. kids. You're trying to give a lesson, and they're in the classrooms talking on cell phones or listening to the iPods or whatever, and it's, it's, it's a total zoo. Yeah. And the thing is that these people, teachers, they just let it go on because they don't want to make any trouble. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it makes me sick. It outrages me. I can't think about it too much. Uh, well, it does. It does. It, it, I mean, it's such a violation. Um, it's wicked, and and can you imagine the fruit of that? I got grandkids. Should Jesus tarry? Uh, and he may not. Did you hear what the president of Iran said? You know, we need to wipe Israel off the face of the uh, uh, off of the map. He spoke 26 minutes to the UN, and they said he hypnotized them, and it was like there was this blue glow around this man for 26 minutes. And, and he's saying, you know, these insane things, you know. 
there, uh, the Holocaust never happened, and, and uh, you know, yak, yak, yak. I mean, this guy's a, he's, he's insane, but there's something demonic that has, and that's, uh, you know, and, and you know, if you've been following this about the whole nuclear thing, you know, they, uh, what they did, their they're nuclear producing plants, um, uh, they had these seals on them uh, put there by the UN because they were afraid they were going to develop nuclear weapons. Well, they went in and tore the seals off sometime. They said, later for you, we could care less about you. We're going to develop some nukes. Uh, and now Russia's uh, going, Russia stepped in and said, you know, I know they said, well, but we'll monitor this. You can trust us. <laughs> uh, I've never known them to keep their word or treaty or contract in my lifetime. And, and so uh, 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 it may be coming, you know, the rapture, boom, you know. But if not, I hate to think, because uh, these kids you're talking about, one day will be running the country if there's anything left. And, and that's why I challenge you to put some righteous things in your children. Uh, deal with them, etc. And so we probably want to close here. We're running out of time. Uh, but we're going to talk next Sunday morning. Like I said, I'm going to be home for uh, two and a half months on Sunday. Uh, but the fruit of holiness. 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 Righteousness. We're going to look at, uh, at Romans 6. Uh, uh, pretty extensively next week and some other uh, uh, scriptures. But uh, the fruit we're looking for is righteousness and holiness. That's the fruit of Christ living in you. You're dead unto sin, alive unto God. That should be there. There should be some evidence of holiness and righteousness. If he lives inside of you. God bless you. We'll pick it up next week. Very good.